0: Well, good morning, everyone. Welcome to another edition of This Week in the Bush League, hosted by the Chief and the Champ. I'm the Chief uh, live from Cleveland, and I got a trade that'll help the Phillies and the Roosters.
1: Yay. And I am the Champ, and in honor of the Chiefs being in Cleveland and the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, and to Otis Redding, I'm just sitting at the dock of the bay watching my team fade away.
0: <laughs> uh, you singing the blues, are you?
1: Yeah, there's not there's not much going on um, with my team, but we'll talk about it as we get into that. Hey, how's uh how's life in Cleveland? Does Cleveland rock?
0: Uh, right now it doesn't. We're in a very quaint uh, transitional neighborhood, very quiet, uh, walkable. A lot of bars, restaurants, coffee shops. It's it's kind of cool. It, this is a good spot to be in. And uh, we got in yesterday. Tomorrow or today we go to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. We're gonna take some walks along the lake and maybe get a bite to eat in town and. Um. Yeah. So, and then tomorrow we have uh, the Christmas Story House and the Guardian game.
1: Nice. Tomorrow night. Make sure you don't shoot your eye out.
0: I won't, kid. I won't shoot my.
1: <laughs> <laughs> how did you? How did you find? Uh, you, you had told me, um, that you're staying in an Airbnb in this area. How did you find this area?
0: Christy, Christy is a is an expert at stuff like
1: this. Excellent. Yeah. The, the, the other thing that we talked about is that you're on the other side of the Cuyahoga River. Yes. And um, take a look at the bridge uh, when you cross to get over to downtown Cleveland, because I think um, this is where, and I'm going to mess this story up, this is how the Guardians were named, because apparently on a bridge, and I'm not sure if it's the bridge you're going to cross, there's some sort of statue or some sort of something that uh, is a Guardian, and how they currently got their present name.
0: Okay, yeah. I'm, I'm going to do some research on that. Yeah. Okay, perfect. So, uh, my trade idea. That'll help the Phils yeah. and the Roosters at the same time. You ready? I'm ready. Phils need to make some calls for Austin Slater. They need to get a double out of center field. Verling's not the answer. Moniak's not the answer. Giants have 37 outfielders. <laughs> I don't think you have to give up too much for the guy he's very good defensively he can run the base as well I don't know what his splits are on lefty righty hitting um, he's cheap and I think if he plays every day he'll be a defensive person that they need right now and of course it helps me because I have Austin Slater who will play every day
1: how about this how about they, they get a healthy Lamont Wade yeah it will help both teams
0: (laughs) if if is a big word with Lamont Wade if that is that's that's a I don't know if that that word exists healthy Lamont Wade I don't I don't know if that that's it hey did you get a chance to watch I asked you to watch O'Neal Cruz this week oh
1: you know what no I I have not um you know right now uh, I haven't been watching a lot of baseball but uh, I should go on um MLB.com uh, because I should be able to find some clips uh, of him.
0: Yeah, the only problem is they only show good clips. I don't show them you know what I mean, on an everyday but sure. yeah, yeah see, see if you can spend see if you can earmark some time and watch the Buccos.
1: Well, you know what? Because um, I, I think you can go back on uh, MLB you TV. Yeah. You can go back and watch. Um, I, I could watch it back, that type of thing. So, yeah.
0: Alright. Yeah, because I wanted your thoughts on the guy.
1: Okay.
0: Um, yeah. All right. Uh, so let's get into the the week. We'll start with the transactions. Would we have 10 players? This, 10 players by four owners. Yeah. yeah. Uh, most of the owners were in the bottom half except for Bill. So we'll start with the Bulls. Bulls pick up Trevor Williams. Drop uh, Tony Santian. Oh, that's that reliever for the Reds. Santian, yeah. Yeah, Santian. All right. Um, he picked up your guy, Dylan Floro. For a dollar. drop Jake McGee. Is Floro back yeah. in the, the mix?
1: No. Okay. No, right. no. He, he's pitching in the fifth and sixth inning. He's not even pitching effectively. But McGee got DFA'd, I think, yesterday.
0: Okay. All right. Uh, the Bulls also pick up Bryce Wilson. I, I feel like we've seen that guy's name running in and out of this yeah. list.
1: Yeah, and we'll see him again. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and the Bulls also pick up uh, Carson Kelly.
1: Yeah, Carson Kelly, um, you know, he was hurt um, yeah. at the beginning part of the year and really was stinking up the joint. But since coming off the I.L., is playing a lot better. So um, I, I think they're going to try and give – apparently they like Carson Kelly's skills, defensive skills behind the plate more than um, – Oh uh, Bar- Bar- Gosh, uh, I can't Bar- think of it. I have the guy. What's that? Varsho? Is he no, – Bar- Bar- play- yeah. Yeah. They, yeah, they like him better than Varsho behind yeah. the plate. But that's their backup plan.
0: And then and I, I, I missed one. The Bulls also picked up David VR uh, playing yeah. third base for the Giants. Josh Van Meter is dropped off of the Bulls. So he picked up five players. Yikes. How
1: do you like that? Five players.
0: Yeah. Okay. Um, moving on to the next one, uh, Statman pick up uh, your main Mercedes. Okay. Yeah. For the Giants. Uh,
1: Yeah. Darling of the podcast last year, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, and that was the only guy he picked up. The Rebs pick up Nick Madrigal, who is Madrigal. Madrigal. Yeah, he's on the IL. Expected to come out this week or some point, and picked up Drew Smiley on the IL. Expected to come off and make a start here for the Cubs. So he picked up two Cubbies.
1: Yeah, um, Rebs trying to stay out of the uh, stay out of the basement and uh, you, you can see seven of the ten. You know, five by the Bulls. Two moves by the Alliance. Seven of the ten moves this week have been by those two.
0: And then uh, I picked up Cooper Hummel for a dollar. Dropped Austin Barnes. And drop.
1: Uh, he he's a drop by the, uh, the the Hawks had him earlier, right?
0: He he was. Yeah he 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 got sent down to the minors again, and and I think uh, that's when the Hawks dropped him. And then I picked up Kevin Newman and dropped Zentella.
1: So, so tell me what you're looking through, uh, looking for with these two players.
0: Uh, just some depth, and uh, I don't know what the Arizona's trying to do, and if they trade a couple of their out, al- you know, if they get an offer for Peralta, maybe Hummel will play a little bit. Um, I don't, I, I don't know if they'll get an offer for Christian Walker, but if they're looking to move people, he may be a guy to move because he's his power numbers are, are pretty good this year. So yeah, absolutely. Um, uh, Kevin Newman is is just a. Uh, just a guy that if if Cruz doesn't hit over 210 for the you know at the end of July, I'm not sure what they're going to do with him. And, and see, and th- that's the problem with bringing up a young guy who is trying to figure out hitting is, you know, you he, Cruz could have played August and September and worked out the kinks and not really hurt himself mentally uh, for two months, but to hit 210 for three months, that that's going to take a lot to to mentally work yourself through that and i i i i'm concerned about that a little bit when he makes contact but, he he's a very good hitter he and, and he can play at the shortstop like he's a really good shortstop but it's something you you, you got to work through mentally
1: you bring up a really good point which is the mental aspect of the game because you know i view things through the lens of why not put a person out there and just let him play and play through it um the teams have to lose but um, I, I think you look at it more myopically which is probably the better way to look at it and what it can do to a a, a player's career both good and bad
0: yeah yeah and I I, I think you got to handle this guy with kick gloves you know okay. just be encouraging and saying hey yeah. you're our guy let's work on some things we'll work on one thing every couple of weeks don't you know if you if you're swinging over top of the slider don't worry about it right now because all we're doing is looking how to how to put a fastball in the in the opposite field right I mean that's the stuff you need to deal with him uh I, I, one step I got an key.
1: idea why don't, why don't you treat me like that in the bush league okay. treat me with kid gloves and so we can just work on you know one aspect of, of my team each week
0: you're good enough you're smart enough and gosh darn it people like you how's that
1: <laughs> well next time you can say not so condescendingly okay, okay. <laughs> let's press on all right.
0: All right, uh, overall standings, still got the Lakers hanging tough at 70. The dude's make a little run here. Uh, he's at 66. The Hawks pitching is, is still phenomenal. Uh, I, and it's funny, all the trades being done, and the dudes and the Hawks just should have swapped the pitcher for an offensive player and, and let it shake out and see what happens. But, uh, you know. Uh, the ducks hanging tough at 60. Statman at 59, and then we drop in the bottom half of 56, 47, 43, 41, and 41 and a half and 41. Uh, Rebs holding down last place with uh, 12 offensive
1: points. Wow.
0: Okay. Um, and I think you, you're going to review the bottom half again this week.
1: I am. I'm going to look at the the weekly for the bottom half. Um, yeah. It's overall though in the standings though it's it, it, it Obviously, we, we always focus on, uh, on the race to, to first place, which, which is what we should do. Um, but still, overall, a 30-point spread between the first-place team and the last-place team, I, I think is really tight. And I need to go back and take a look at previous years to see what that spread was. Because I want to say that's, that's a fairly tight spread, which makes everything else close now. You know, if we look at it a little bit more myopically, um, just within the categories, I still think there's a lot of room for movement, which makes it, it makes it an interesting race.
0: All right. So go ahead. You you, you start off.
1: All right. So uh, I'm just going to go in the alphabetical order that, that we have teams here. Let's let's take a look at your team first, um, because for the week, um, I think you finished in well, not finished because we're doing this on a Sunday. You're currently in, in fifth place um, for the week. But um, looking at your your, your um, stats, uh, I noticed that you had six, six stolen bases this week. What's going on there?
0: Yeah, I th- I th- you know, Cody Bellinger does nothing for me for the most part, but he can steal some bases. I think he might have had one or two this week. And uh, I can't remember who- – who else got one I, I Cruz might have the, the one.
1: the aforementioned uh, Austin Slater had two
0: and Slater yeah I think he might have had two in one game yeah
1: so good good, good for you waking up from that uh, uh, stolen base slumber to get six um, on the pitching side um, really bad outing by Eric Fetty. Um yeah that was bad. What, do, what do you see what, what are you doing with with him
0: uh, I, I I can't there's no one else out there and okay F- the, Fetty is is exactly like every other Washington pitcher where he'll mm-hmm. go through periods where he pitches well, but then, then they they get totally blown up sometimes. And every okay. one of them is like that. Espino's like that. Uh, we saw a Don like that. Um, even Josiah Gray is like that at times. And they're just okay. young.
1: Hey, um, a nice, nice outing this week by Ian Anderson because we talked yeah, last yeah. week in the podcast and we're really concerned. <laughs> and, he, you know, he came back and got a win for you. This week, only um, pitching five innings. Um, I, I noticed you also had a league low 30s um, Ks and a league high WHIP of 1.63. So, a little bit of work needs to be done there, huh?
0: Well, yeah. And uh, it, Dakota Hudson pitches pitches well for me most of the time, but he he does he just doesn't get strikeouts. And you know, uh, the ball was going off the wall, so it's hard to get strikeouts when you give it up hits. Uh, and Anderson hasn't doesn't get a lot of strikeouts this year. I, there must be something going on with him, or or I, I don't know. Probably. if people figured him out. But he, his yeah. his strikeout count is way down.
1: Uh, let's move to the uh, the Bulls, who currently have fifty and a half points for for the week. Um, in the swan song by Juan Soto, two home runs, four RBIs, because he's going to be, I guess, um, moving over to your roster this week, and. Um, again, another player that we talked about on the pitching side, Madison Baumgartner, two weeks this this past week. So um, nice performance by Baumgartner. Do you think he's gonna stay around? How about this? I'm gonna say I'm gonna say he's gonna end up with the Cardinals.
0: Oh okay.
1: Yeah, but, yeah, but the Diamondbacks I mean, are gonna have to eat some of that salary because the Cardinals won't pay that amount. Um, I still think he has you know sizable portion left for the next two years.
0: Plus, you get a left-handed stick off the bench.
1: Yeah. Uh, Bearcats. Bearcats this week. Um, they also had 50 and a half points. Um, offensively, a big week by Brandon Nemo. Three homers, eight RBIs. I don't know where that come from, but um, I really like Nemo as, as a player. Not so much as a fantasy league player, okay. but just as, as as a regular everyday player. I um, uh, like his hustle and excitement. Uh, right now, Bearcats leading um, in runs. They have 36 runs for the week. Um, Geraldo Terdomo had seven runs scored, and we're going to talk about him a little bit later. And on the pitching side, um, a person that we've been watching for the Bearcats, Blake Snell, um, had a win this week and 11 strikeouts in, in a six-inning outing.
0: Yeah, the Bearcats had a rough pitching otherwise. It looked did they have a six five ERA? Is that what they're standing yeah, on? Right
1: yeah, now? they right now they have the weeks worth worth um pitching at six five. You know, Daniel Bard, Taylor Rogers, oh, all okay. got hit around, Dominic yeah. Leone. So his bullpen, um, Kyle Freeland, his bullpen really uh um It some Took him for a ride. Yeah. 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 It really yeah. wasn't uh, really wasn't a good week. Um next up, let's go to where are we here? Let's go to the Rebs. Uh, the Rebs had the second-worst week thus far, um, 48 points for the week. And um, Chris Bryant, welcome back. Four home runs, okay. five RBIs. Yeah. Yeah. And you had been talking about him for a while.
0: Yeah. maybe. maybe yeah. I, I feel bad for the guy. I feel bad for Colorado. But, yeah, hopefully he can stay healthy and kind of get into a rhythm a little bit.
1: Uh, here's something that's plagued the Rebs all season long. You know, right now, the weak low um, at-bats, again, mm-hmm. 178 at-bats. And, you know, maybe he's trying to, uh, to, uh, to address this through FAB. Um, on the pitching side, a couple good performances by Kyle Gibson and Keegan Thompson. Um, both of them um, did not give up a run, but um, neither one of them also got a win.
0: Oh, okay, yeah. It makes it tough, man, when you get good outings and you can't get at least one win,
1: huh? Right. Uh, The the wins are so fickle. And then um, last is myself who has the least amount of points this week at 42. I'm lucky that Mookie Betts came back this week because (laughs) he has three of my five home runs this week and six of my 17 RBIs or else I would really be sunk. Um, I actually have the worst amount of runs at 15 and that's why i I led by saying i'm just watching my team fade away
0: so i see you had a 546 ops right now (laughs) and that's tough yeah
1: it it seems like once once brace harper went on the il things just fell apart in a hurry and you know this is true about every team but if you look at What's on the bench for me? Everybody is on the IL. It's it's just it's just bad. Just trying to keep put people in the in their places. So three weeks ago, I, I had the uh, advantage of saying, okay, who do I want? Because everybody is healthy now. It's just, hey, let me just fill this person in because I just need an at bat or uh, an arm.
0: Yeah, and that's bad when you start getting into that.
1: Yeah, it is. It is. Yeah. What do you have on the top
0: half? Uh, We're going to start with the stat men. Um, All right. Good week thus far for C.J. Krohn. Uh, though it looked like it hurt his wrist a little bit, but he, he had three, yeah. three homers. Yeah, he and eight ribs. Um, Everyone contributed offensively for the most part. Marte had 10 hits this week so far, but he had a groin. He got pulled out of the game, was it yesterday? I think it it might have been. Yeah, so Marte's getting older, so you're not sure what. What happened there? Um, and Brian Reynolds continued to have a decent week hitting 333. I don't know how long he's going to be on the Pirates, but so far he's he's producing, and maybe that's why Mercedes, uh, was picked up in the fab to kind of replace him if something happens there. Um, on the pitching side, hey, guess who won again this week?
1: Uh, T- let me guess, Tony, Tony Gonsolin. Gonsolin? Yeah.
0: So, <laughs> um, but he still has Marquez in the lineup. I thought he was pulling him out. Uh, so he, 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 uh, had a six year, a Dave Peterson got beat up a little bit, but Jose Quintana, uh, continues to pitch well. And I'm not sure how long he's going to be there either. Um, but we'll see. Uh, so he, he, and he's got the Grom coming back. It, it looks like they're, they're reporting that, uh, he's going to set for a next rehab start. He's pitching well so far. And, um, and then he, uh, Tyler Stevenson came back this week for him. So if he can stay healthy, that guy—that guy's a good player. That guy, Yeah. He's, he's a good player. Um, and then the guy I made fun of last – I didn't make fun of him, but I just thought it was a funny name, Buddy Kennedy. Remember? Yeah. He sounded like a 72nd baseman. Uh, he had eight hits for the Statman this week. So uh, good job by Buddy there. Uh, moving on to the Ducks. Um, struggling offensively a little bit, can't get anything going. Uh, Acuna has kind of hit a, a stall period, maybe. Um, Josh Bell had a had a below average week, and Bell's name keeps popping up as far as getting a trade, you know, getting traded. So hopefully, for the Ducks' sake, he can stay in the in the um, NL. NL. Uh, so the Ducks had one, two, three, four five he, he had five everyday players that hit under 200 this week so that's 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 a, that's a rough week he needs hunter renfro to come back uh on another side hey guess who won this week
1: Al-Pin-Pera. let me guess who the best pet <laughs> pitcher was again this week uh sandy alcantara yeah
0: there you go good guess um so he gets a win uh he, he got a win out at of ashby this week too because i think he went like a month without a win and then um Dave Bednar continues to close games for the Pirates cuz they're playing a little better. Uh he got 3 saves for him and then 3 saves, wow. Our man, well we talked about it. We texted about him during the week. Spencer Strider who had 12 Ks and and 6 innings. Did you watch that game?
1: Uh yeah. Uh it wasn't much to watch. That 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 juggernaut of an offense the Cardinals had. Um Strider had uh, nine strikeouts in the first three innings. <laughs>
0: He's a good pitcher, man, and he he can shove it. Yeah, jeez, yeah, uh, and he, he's definitely finding his rhythm here. Uh, moving on. Next the,
1: time, we, next time we talk to the Ducks, I gotta ask him how how he heard about Spencer Strider because I hadn't heard of this guy. I hadn't seen his name anywhere.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah, it'd be interesting how, how he found him. Um, yeah. Move, moving on to the Hawks, uh, big week by Michael Harris, three knocks. With uh, six ribs, a hit two eighty. That's a nice. Have you seen him play? I have not.
1: No. This guy. This guy's a good player. I watched him against the um, the Cardinals this past week. He he looks like the 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 real deal. And remember that they had um they had Christian Pache and they had yeah. uh, they still have Drew Waters. Yeah. I think Michael Harris has replaced both of them in terms of. Well, obviously Pache is in is in Oakland, um. But he looks like. The real deal and you know i get to give a lot of credit to the sewer hawks for finding people like um like michael harris like christopher morrell um he's done a really nice job uh alex thomas i think he got him in the uh uh the, the, the draft round of, of, of the auction um he's done a really nice job finding these players
0: yeah and our, our man uh, who both of us like and we 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 just don't know if he's going to be a good player. Josh Rojas had a big week for him, hitting 458, he had eight RBIs, two stolen bases. And um, the other guy I love, Diego Castillo, the infielder outfielder for the Pirates, had three hits and two homers. So that's, <laughs> that's, that's some production there. Uh, Charlie Morton pitched well again. Carrasco pitched well. And then Woody, uh, Brandon Woodruff, looks like he's kind of finding himself here. 17 Ks thus far this week and two outings. Thanks.
1: Yeah, look at that. Yeah, his. I I think here's the nice thing uh, about for the Hawks is that their um, their pitching is, should be solid the rest of the season. So if they can find some offense, I I know he and I just had some preliminary talks a couple of weeks ago before uh, Harper got hurt because I had uh, what seemingly was an excess of offensive players that I was willing to deal for some pitching, and uh, you know that that really can't happen now. Now that I'm in the abyss. <laughs>
0: All right, uh, then we'll go to the dudes uh, who had a really big week this week. I think he's got 82 points right now. Yes. 43 pitching points. Um, offensively, uh, he, he Machado is still struggling. Uh, he, he only had three hits this week thus far, but he, he has had two homers. Uh, Brandon Drury had 10 RBIs thus far. Mm. Jeez, man. Um, and, of course, you know, Mr. June is still hitting the baseball, Kyle Schwarber. Yeah, four, wow. Four, it's,
1: four that's that's really nice when you get a player hot like that, right? and carry a team.
0: Yeah, it's a little frustrating though. You know, I, I, I'm just saying from a fantasy standpoint, you get a guy who has four home runs and only five ribs. It's just it's just bad luck, you know, hitting solos. Uh, of course, maybe that's why they're they're pitching to him with no one on base, and they're taking mm. chances with no one on. Good base. point. Yeah. Uh, Rodon, uh, two outings, 19 ks got a win. Kimbrell got a win and a save and a loss and a blown save. So he covered all the categories there. Uh,
1: Complete game by Rodon last night.
0: Oh, was it? Okay. Yeah. Uh, Corey Knebel, pitched well ninth inning for, for the Phils yesterday.
1: He got out of some, uh, some trouble, right? Yeah, it, it, it was funny cause, cause I, what was it? Bob text and said that, uh, he was nervous, uh, about that, that, uh, I forget what his exact quote was, and I had the opposite feeling that the uh, the Cardinals weren't going to score, and they did not. That's funny. They're looking like a uh, like world beaters, aren't they, with that uh, pitching staff now? Yeah,
0: yeah. We'll, we'll we'll get into that. Um, All
1: right.
0: And then I I guess the really the big thing with the dudes, uh, if if every I mean he's got uh, is still out, expected maybe come back this weekish. Um, I, I and I guess that's still up in the air, and with with the heart thing, you never know if he can go back back on the IL. As long as these guys stay healthy, I think he's going to be okay. Um, of course, I mean injuries affect every team. I'm, I'm not saying that, but yeah, he definitely needs these guys to stay to stay healthy to make a run here. And then we'll uh, finish out with the uh, Lakers. Um, Real Muto, I met, think I mentioned it last week. He's waking up a little bit. He he had two homers. Um, He's playing a little better. Uh, Goldschmidt, nothing going on this week with him. Uh, McNeil comes off the DL and he, he's hitting 292. Uh, Arnando, no, it kind of cooled off a little bit as well.
1: Well, I, I like the way the Lakers said, hey, um, hey, Cardinals, um, you're playing the Phillies this week. Don't do anything. Because <laughs> he's been riding the Goldschmidt train for, for the entire season, him and uh, Arnado.
0: But that's okay because he got two knocks at a. Uh, Brian Dela Cruz and two knocks out of Nick Senzel. So that's a there nice little surprise, right? Uh, yeah. I, and I guess another concern is Nelly Cruz's name keeps popping up. So, um, you know, not not sure what's going to happen with him. And then he's got Bader still lingering on the DL, and he's got Chris Taylor on the DL. They're probably out for the rest. Taylor's out for the rest of the month. I'm not sure about Bader, if that's going to last longer.
1: Uh, he's not even rehabbing yet, Bader.
0: Okay. Um Looks like Max Freed's going to miss a start.
1: Really? What happened? Uh,
0: it says upper leg. Okay. Maybe, maybe he'll miss a start. I don't know. But he, he got a win for him. Um, and how, how about the man, Zach Wheeler? Man, he's he's pitching really well since he worked out the kinks here.
1: Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, he's got a couple of pitchers that didn't give up a run, right? Who was the third one? You said Wheeler, Freed? Musgrove. Musgrove. Look at that.
0: And then uh, remember, we were we were we were kind of joking last week. AJ Minter ran into two wins. This week he ran into yeah. two saves.
1: Boy, isn't that nice? Between yep. I, I got to tell you, between relievers, between uh, the pickup of AJ Minter by the Lakers and uh, the dudes picking up Tanner Scott, um, that's why these guys are in the top half, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. And I mean, Minter picked up. A win and two saves. Well, that win may be a carryover from last week. I don't know. But two saves this week with a 2-3-3 whip. That's running into it. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. That's good. Um, yeah,
1: he's he's been filling the stat sheet since uh, uh, since the Lakers picked him up in, in fab a few weeks ago.
0: Yeah, he has, which is nice, you know. Uh, all right, so that's a review of the top and bottom half. Uh, you wanted to talk about the worst qualifying players year to date is that right
1: yeah so a couple of weeks ago I you know I said who is the the worst players that um, have been on rosters and, and what I've done just arbitrarily I've r- roughly used 200 at bats to qualify for, for this experiment or 80 innings pitch so we'll do both pitching and 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 hitting Um And and basically, the way I looked at it was I kind of cheated. I used the rankings based upon CBS. So, however, CBS ranks a player,
0: right? Yeah, okay.
1: So, let's just go through the the, the top three worst worst players that have been on a roster for for most of the year, right? Mm -hmm. And let's go in reverse order. So, we're number three, ranked at number 209, was Max Muncie, And I, I knew this was a bit of a risk. When when I drafted him, but I, I thought the injury that he sustained last year at the, the last game of the season, I thought that would be, would have been gone by, by now. And he's just he's just struggling. I think he's hitting up like a buck sixty, not really showing much power. Um, really bad job by me. Uh, second worst player um, with over two hundred at, at bats is Joey Votto by the dudes. Mm. And I I don't know what's going on with him because he only had four at bats last week.
0: Is that what it, yeah, Well, he's hurt, yeah. Yeah, he's banged up a little bit. I don't know exactly yeah, I mean, what's
1: going his, on. His but... his OPS this year is 687, um, yeah. five home runs, just just really nothing going on. It's a shame, right? That's where he is. In his, he stuck out 63 times in 200 at-bats. So you know something's still wrong with 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 Joey Votto. And, and the worst player uh, at rank 305 is... Gerardo um, Perdomo, um Bearcats um, <laughs> have have had him on his roster for uh, a good portion of the year. Two hundred six at bats, uh, one home excuse me, two home runs, fifteen RBIs, um, an OPS of of five twenty. Um, he comes in at number three hundred five, so he is the worst of the qualifying players offensively.
0: Okay, all right.
1: Any surprises um for you, based uh, upon that? Maybe Votto. I, I, okay. I,
0: yeah, I don't know if he... I didn't expect him to have a year like he did last year, but, um, yeah, that that's a little surprising to me.
1: All right. Moving to the pitching, we're using 80 innings to qualify uh, at this point. So coming in at in fourth, if you will, fourth-worst player at rank 225 is Kyle Hendricks with the Sewerhawks, yeah. which... You know the sewer hawks. Their, their pitching can can maintain that, but he's just had an up and down year. Unless he plays, uh, unless he pitches against the Cardinals, he's just not that good.
0: Yeah, yeah. And he started breaking down last year.
1: Yeah. yeah. Um, and this was done. Uh, this ranking was done earlier in the week. Uh, but coming in third at 229 ranking is the Rebs' Kyle Gibson. Um, And he's just kind of shoving it in my face, right, based upon yesterday's performance. But Kyle Gibson has not been good up until this point.
0: Yeah, inconsistent at best. Yes. Yep.
1: Number two uh, at rank 238 is your boy, Ian Anderson. Oof. Yeah. Again, very inconsistent thus far.
0: And his his intervals between good and bad are really long. Like, he has two bad starts, and then he'll have a good start. and that yeah, you, just, I, you can't make any headway like that.
1: Uh, uh, I'm, I'm thinking that, and, and this is just purely speculation on my part, that because of the long postseason, their, their run last year, and that this is only the, the, what his second full year pitching, is it, it, that the innings are just starting to catch up with him.
0: Could be. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And then the worst player um, pitching-wise and also overall at – Rank 474 is Herman Marquez um, with the Statman. Um, Marquez, yeah. let's see, let's take a look here. He had 84 innings pitch when I had looked at this. 15 games started. Uh, his, his, he had four wins, but uh, an ERA of 5.89 and a whip of 1.54.
0: So one of the guys I was thinking on the pitching side that, that that I thought would compete with Herman would be Patrick Corbin.
1: You know, that's that's a really good one. I don't think because of the qualification, I don't know if anybody has kept him on. So I don't think the Lakers – the Lakers only have used him for 13 innings.
0: Okay, this year. yeah, but he's been yeah. on the roster, yeah.
1: Oh, he's, he's – yeah, he's, yeah if, if we took away the qualifications and just looked at it from a major league – Total yeah. inning standpoint, yeah, he's 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 just bad.
0: Yeah, I wasn't sure if uh, if if he was in this roster. I guess he took him out pretty quickly after yeah. realizing that. Yeah, this guy doesn't have it anymore.
1: Yikes! Again, good management by yeah. by the Lakers. <laughs> hey, right. one of the other things, just real quickly, that I looked at was I just you know as I was going through here, um, I had downloaded all this information into an Excel spreadsheet. And I started looking. I'm like, wait a second. Some teams have really used their roster, um, meaning that they 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 shuttle people either between um, Fab in their roster or brought them up from the reserve team in their roster. And um, offensively, um, guess how many players the Bulls have used offensively?
0: Well, there's fourteen. Now,
1: our roster size, our roster size is fourteen right. players, right?
0: So there's fourteen players. Um, I'm gonna guess double. I'm gonna guess
1: 28. He has used the league's most at 32 players. I
0: was close. (laughs) All right, 32 players. Yeah. All right,
1: 32 players. Um, you know, and then second place was you, you and the Bearcats at 26. Okay. And then the least was uh, 19, and that was by the Dudes, the Rebs, and the Lakers.
0: Okay. Uh, it makes sense with the Lakers because it. It he was probably month and a half in before he used a fab dollar, maybe, yeah. Maybe uh, anything significant, anyway. Yeah. Okay.
1: So it kind of it kind of shows you at least looking at you know uh, the teams with the most moves, you, uh, the Bulls and the Bearcats, just trying to find people right in in the bottom half, and the Ducks and the Rebs have the least amount of moves. They're in the top half. Um, on, on the pitching side.
0: The Rebs on um, now the nine
1: pitchers, nine pitchers, right? Okay, what's what's the most amount of moves? Do you think?
0: Uh, it's probably a little bit more because you have all those, you know, trying to grab some closers and stuff. I'm gonna say twenty four.
1: Twenty four. Okay, close. Uh, the most is once again the Bulls with twenty two moves.
0: Oh uh, That's close.
1: Then followed by the Dudes and myself with twenty one moves. Twenty one. Yeah. Yep. And, and the least amount of moves was the Ducks. At, at twelve.
0: Yeah, well, I, so just yeah, it, it helps that his one big move was Sean Manaya. Yeah, yeah, that was <laughs> a big one early
1: on. There you go.
0: You don't have to mix and match.
1: <laughs> so I'm not sure what we can draw from this, but it was just interesting to look at that. You know the the uh, the bulls. You know, fifty four total moves, and that's going to mirror his five. Um, moves this week in in fab just trying to find people, you know, but this isn't uncommon for him. He likes to tinker with, with the roster. So um, maybe he'll strike gold someplace.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Sometimes that's all it is, right? Hoping to land. Yeah.
1: Yeah, exactly. Um,
0: Okay. So that was interesting. That's halfway through. Uh, So projected the bulls are going to have close to 50 offensive players in the roster. That's a, over a season?
1: It, it, it's possible, but um, it, it might not be that many just because, you know, of the fading amount of FAB dollars remaining uh, that's true. this, this yeah. year. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Okay. All right. Um, hey, real quick, the, one of the things we wanted to bring up that I, I, I forgot because uh, we're in the Bush League section is the trade deadline.
1: Okay, yeah. Right.
0: So the, I looked it up. Major League trade deadline is August 2nd. All right, So our trade deadline is going to be August 4th, meaning all trades need to be submitted by the 4th so they get through the three days for the 7th. Okay. Right? So everything needs to be so, finalized by the 7th. So in order to do that, you got to submit it on the 4th.
1: So we'll know who's... And, and you know what? I think I'll follow this up by putting it on the website. So we'll know who's listening and who's looking at the website because they'll know. And the people that complain after these dates um, will be the people that aren't listening to both. And um, yeah, we'll just say, Hey, sorry.
0: Like this, been listening. this is like the teacher saying, Hey, we're having a test in two and a half weeks and then keep saying it every week. And then when you get to the test day, you're like, I did what are you talking about? I didn't know we were having a test. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. Oh, boy. Uh, Text talk. Uh, Bill responded to us about Peterson uh, because – well, DeGrom's on the IL, but I forgot Tawan Walker was on the IL at the time too. Yeah. Um, And then you you, you threw out the uh, question, a worst draft pick, worst pitcher in the draft, and worst hitter in the draft. Uh, And the worst pitcher and the worst hitter didn't come up in your little list, probably because they weren't on a roster, but – so Bob Freeze comes back as uh worst draft pick was AJ Pollock. That's kind of bad luck, I think.
1: That was bad luck. Just like Sean was was good luck. AJ Pollock was was yeah. bad luck because I, I think as you had mentioned, he wasn't mentioned anywhere as a possible trade candidate, was he?
0: No, I, I I didn't I didn't see him kicked around at all. Um and then worst pitcher he brought up is Austin Gomber.
1: Yeah. Um He's just run into some, well, I I don't know if it's tough luck uh, with Gomber. He's only used him. He didn't qualify. He has 51 innings pitched, but in those 51 innings pitched for the Bulls, he has a 6.53 ERA and a 1.53 whip.
0: Yeah, and then the worst hitter was Dominic Smith, who just can't get any time on the field.
1: You know, I feel bad because I really like Dominic Smith. I had him on my team last year, and I really want him to do well, but I just don't know what's happening. For, for the Bulls, he only has 60 at-bats and a one, uh, 183 batting average.
0: Some guys just need to play every day. You know, some guys aren't built to play twice a week, and maybe he's that guy. And the problem is he doesn't offer anything defensively where you think, you, you know what I mean? He he doesn't Uh, offer anything outstanding of – he hits a lot of doubles, hits a homers, he can swipe some bases, really good center fielder. Like, he doesn't offer that. But he needs to probably – he's probably a guy that needs to play every day.
1: In in fairness to the Bulls coming into this season, um, Dominic Smith, you you would have thought that with the DH coming in, um, because he's not a great outfielder and he's not going to supplant every day um, uh, Pete Alonzo at first base. But you would have thought that being a left-handed batter and the DH coming in, that he would have seen a number of at-bats and really could have, um, you know, put his mark on as, as being an everyday player and it just didn't happen.
0: Yeah, and, and Nimmo stayed healthy for the most part. So that would have been his at-bats right there, Nimmo. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's kind of a shame about him. But um, I, I could tell you who my worst pick is, and that's Cody Bellinger. Because for a nickel more, I could have had Lindor.
1: Bellinger. Oh wow! Really, a nickel more. Yeah, and I—I
0: huh. I, I don't know. I can't remember where they. I, I'm pretty sure Lindor came out afterward. Um, but I—I I, it. I don't. I can't remember a guy who won an MVP, and then within one year, completely fell off the map. Maybe Ryan Howard, but his yeah. his, his was a little more in a year. I mean, he had a couple of good years after he won the MVP, but. He he had a really good year. He got hurt. He hit, hurt that Achilles, and then he just like couldn't hit anymore. I I don't know any other guy in that I remember that had this type of career. Can you remember anyone?
1: I not off the top of my head.
0: Yeah, it's really strange, isn't
1: it? We're, yeah. Um. But but l- l- let's be honest. You had talked about one of the keys when, when, early in the season. We talked about keys to the season. And we asked every owner. And you brought Cody Bellinger up as one of the keys to your season.
0: Yeah, he was my greatest fear. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um,
1: I, I think I think for me, if I can just talk about my own team, as if you haven't heard it enough in this podcast, is I I, I took too much reliance on old giants, meaning the trifecta, the triumvirate of. Brandon Belt, Evan Longoria, and Tommy Lestella. Mm. Um, I think between the three of them, um, I knew they were all injury concerns. They were all platoon concerns uh, with the Giants. I think maybe between the three of them, maybe I've gotten one player, one bad player, and you know that was that was bad by me. That's just bad drafting.
0: So, uh, yeah, that's that it, that's risky to have all three of them. Yeah, I could I could see that, but. You don't pay a lot of money, and you think, can I squeeze one more year out of him?
1: You know what I should have done just to add to that? I should have added a Lamont Wade to that. I should have picked <laughs> him up, too. That would have completed it.
0: If <laughs> I, mean, I could trade you Wade and Bellinger, you could just fill your roster with those guys. <laughs> so, hey, real quick. Uh, in 2019, Bellinger won the MVP, and he had 47 homers, right? Yep. He hasn't hit 47 homers cumulative since then
1: wow i wonder what's happening mean, he did get injured somewhere in between there but uh, yeah it's yeah, I, but i guess the doctors are committed to him right he plays every day doesn't
0: he, he play yeah he he has okay. 11 homers this year and 11 stolen bases mm.
1: yeah I'm,
0: I'm, I'm looking at his his salary now and i'm wondering if well yeah he he's signed through he goes arbitration next year
1: Okay. The, Yikes.
0: Yeah, they're not they're not getting involved with that guy.
1: So, well, it's it's arbitration, right? So, um it, it may go to the Dodgers advantage that he's had bad years, um that he won't be getting uh as much in in arbitration, but does it does it list when is his free agent year?
0: Uh, it's probably 25. I'm I'm looking. Gotcha. He, he makes 17 million now. Uh earliest free agent wow. is 24.
1: Okay.
0: So he makes seventeen now. Um, I can't imagine he's gonna. I mean, he's gonna take a pay cut. There's no way anyone's giving him seventeen million dollars. Uh, because I think what you're looking at is Chris Davis, which could be the other guy. Now that I'm thinking about it, just dropped off the face of the earth.
1: Yeah, that 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 set the oils back for for what uh, half a decade.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's a good point. So anyway, uh, let's talk more positive. Uh, all right. Uh, all star selection. All
1: right.
0: All right. Uh, I guess it's fine. Did finalized. you vote first of all? I did. Yeah, I voted. You did? On, okay, good for you. Voted online. Uh, most of yeah. the guys I voted for made the team. Um, I, I think. I think for the most part, the National League was pretty easy. I, I think Contreras was the um, the guy. Um, I don't watch him every day, so I don't I, I think defensively he's still a good catcher. Um but yeah, I think he was the guy. Goldschmidt is,
1: again. is he gonna be uh, is he gonna be with the Cubs after the all star break? Uh
0: I don't care, but I just hope he's in the national league. All
1: right.
0: Uh Goldschmidt over Pete Alonso. I agree with I
1: voted for Goldschmidt. Yeah. Yeah. That, that yeah, and that's tough for Pete Alonso, but overall yeah. I think Goldschmidt is you know, is, is the all star.
0: Yeah. Uh Jazz Chisholm. Second base, very good. Okay. Yeah, over Ozzy Albies, I think good there. Uh, Manny Machado, uh, up until three weeks ago, was running for MVP, and he's hit a skid a little bit. But, um, you know, at the time of selection, he was probably the guy over Arnado. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Uh, Though close, but, yeah, you picked Machado. Um, Trey Turner, that's pretty easy.
1: Yeah, I think so.
0: Yeah. D.H., Bryce Harper, pretty easy. Yep. Yep. And then uh outfield Acuna, Peterson, and Betts.
1: Josh Peterson, very interesting, don't you think?
0: Yeah, I voted for him. I, I think he's just really having a really good year. I I think he's doing yeah, he really well. Yeah. Um and I think Betts is uh is a perennial and I don't think I might have voted for Acuna. Now now I'm having trouble knowing who I voted for.
1: Just to let you know, I mean, besides Jock Peterson's uh, stats, he can also take a slap.
0: He can take a slap. He can, he can take a slap, and I'm guessing. Uh, I mean, this all depends on the on the rotation, but uh, who's the starter for the National League?
1: Uh, since the game is it's in Los Angeles, right? It is. Yeah, I'd, I'd like to see Tony Gonsolin.
0: Okay. All right. Yeah, fair enough.
1: Thank um, it, it probably it probably. Should be uh, Sandy uh, Alcantara, but uh, or Alcantara, but I, I think it's going to be Gonsolin.
0: Yeah, uh, uh, now, now you say that in LA, it's probably the right choice. And he hasn't lost a game, so it's not like it's you know you can make a real big argument here. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it, I think that's uh, the seventeenth. I don't
1: even know when the All-Star game, 19th. Uh, I think it's the 19th, yeah. 19th, yeah. Okay. But but you and I are talk. Are you, are you a big um, All-Star game slash um, Home Run Derby fan?
0: Uh, I hate the Home Run Derby. I, 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 you know what? I, I like meeting people for the All-Star game. You know, I like that we did that, and uh, I don't know if I could do it this year, but, um, but I do enjoy that. You know what I mean? Yeah. As a kid, hey, I was you know a what? huge
1: fan. Let, let let me just take a little bit of a side note, and we haven't talked about this. So I don't know how you feel about this, but do do you, do you feel like you always have to be the one to plan it, or are you looking for others to do maybe a little bit of the the the, the social aspect of this?
0: Um, I don't, I never never really crossed my mind it. So okay, uh, yeah, I didn't think of it, but I I can't do it this year anyway. So
1: okay, no, I, I was just asking because. I, I will be looking. I was going to wait till later in the season, but I would be looking for anybody that either wants to host a draft next year or wants to find a location for that. Uh, it would be more than welcome if somebody could step up and, and do that.
0: Oh, you're starting early. Okay.
1: Yeah, I am. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. I just I saw the opportunity. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we can't get them to respond to a text within a week. Sure you No go. one's going to remember that. Um. Other baseball news. Let's talk about the Cards Phillies. Do we have to? Yeah, let's 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 do this. All right, whatever. All right? So the Cards come into Philly uh, last week, and the Phils take two out of three. And then the Phils are on a nine game stretch here on the road, and they got four. They started with four with St Louis. Um, I was thinking in my head, Phillies, it's a win to them if they split um and and the phils took the first two could, very good games e- even the ones in philly good games um is this just like a midseason slump here what, what, what's going on with the cardinals
1: um yeah i think it's exposing some of the issues for the cardinals huh? You, obviously, they're not this bad of a team yeah, normally in, in, in terms of hitting. Um, let's give credit to, to, to the Phillies for, for pitching against the Cardinals really well, but I, I, I think there's some, some glaring holes for the Cardinals. Um, they do have O'Neill and, and Bader out, but I'm starting to wonder whether those two players are, are, are really uh, – I think obviously Bader was. O'Neill. I've always had questions about. Um, I, I think the it's two things the cardinals have hit a slump in the, in the Phillies um pitching ha, has been really good against the cardinals
0: yeah the the Phils pitching i'm completely
1: baffled by
0: i'm i'm just completely baffled how how they're the way they're pitching um it's especially that bullpen it's almost like they woke up a little bit and I, I, I don't know where it's coming from. I certainly, you know the I, I think a change in manager might affect hitting. You know, just relax. You're going to play every day. You know, I'm I'm not. I, this is what I'm looking at for you. You know I, I, that that. But the pitching, I don't know how a change in manager affects that. Change in pitching coach maybe. But I don't I don't I don't know where this is coming from. I th- I think their bullpen is definitely overperforming at a time they need to overperform.
1: They have what twenty seven consecutive innings uh, scoreless streak against the Cardinals right now. Yeah,
0: and and they're, they're, like maybe it's the type of thing they hit the Cardinals at the right time. But I, I'm curious because after St. Louis, they got to go to Toronto for two games. And it makes me a little nervous. They got to go to Toronto for two games, and then they go to the arch nemesis, the Marlins. Yeah, yeah. who, by the way, let me tell you something about the Marlins. I, I've only seen them play a couple times. Um, I I don't think they're that far off. If if Trevor Rogers get it together a little bit, you know, remember how you talked about Lopez breaking down. Lopez had yeah. – he's had two really good starts since yeah. we talked about that. Um, yeah, you know, we already talk about Sandy Alcantara every week. The, the guy's amazing. Uh, Jesus Aguilar starting to hit the ball. Um, I, I don't think the Marlins are that far
1: off. So right now the Marlins are, what, uh, five games uh, out of the wild card spot, which the Phillies have the last wild card as as of today. Um, they've won you know, 7 out of 10. Um, both the Cardinals and the Giants, teams in front of the Marlins, um, have gone 2-8 and eight in those 10 games. Do you think the, the Marlins try and make some trades to try and get into that spot, or do you think they just kind of hold and build for the future?
0: Yeah, that's a good question. I mean, they do have Soler that, that is still out, so they're, they're missing... You know they're they're missing a big piece there. Although he hasn't really performed offensively, um, I, I don't know if they'll make a trade, uh, but they're they're forty and forty three. Uh, they lost a tough game yesterday. In uh, I think they lost it in the ninth or, or maybe next innings. Um, they really need your guy Rodgers, to pitch well. They really needed yeah. him. To,
1: yeah.
0: Even at five hundred.
1: Hey, he really hasn't shown any signs of any. He hasn't been he hasn't been consistent. He's had um, okay starts and then some really bad starts. But he ha- hasn't really put it together. And it's you know they they may need to to look in their in their minor leagues and say hey we, we, you know we give you a couple more starts after the all star break and if not you know we'll relegate you to the bullpen
0: or send him back down to work on a pitch or something. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And they have Edwin Cabrera's. Uh, starting a rehab now, and it, you know he's one of their top minor leaguers as well.
1: Max Meyer, yeah,
0: uh, Meyer. I, I he may be a little little off, but anyway, um, yeah, I, I don't think they're that far off, and and um, I don't, I don't, I mean, I don't, I don't, know what to do with this team, but uh, they they're pretty decent. They're not bad. If you're a Marlin fan, they, they, there's some hope there.
1: Oh. Well well if you're a Marlin fan, you're one of the few. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, if you're one of the seven they actually say you're a Marlin fan. Uh but anyway, so the Phil's have you know, they got two more with the, with St. Louis, two in, in Toronto and then four I think in Miami and that and that's or three in Miami and that that's that's a tough road to hoe. So if they can come out of this nine game at five and four, that would be huge. That would be huge for them
1: here's here's the tough thing for the Phillies right versus the Cardinals and we've talked about this pretty much since the beginning part of the season is the Cardinals have the advantage of the fact that they get to play the Pirates the Reds and uh, the Cubs and they haven't played most of them um, I guess predominantly that that's going to be who's going to be on their schedule the remainder of the second half where the Phillies have to go against the Mets and the Braves and the Marlins, and I, I think that's kind of the, the turning point in terms of the wildcat, wild card spot.
0: Yeah, that could be. At least the Phils are doing the job against the Nationals. I mean, I, I think they won seven out of nine this month. Yeah, you know, what you need to do. Um, and and the Phillies are struggling a little bit against the Central, um, but they might have they might have lost. Oh no, they beat the Brewers. So uh, They're
1: not they're not struggling against the Cardinals, that's for
0: sure. Yeah, they're not struggling against the Cardinals, no. Um, so it would be interesting, and if they they could chew up some games and play a couple games over 500 each week or every two weeks until Harper comes back, then they got a shot, man. But they're still going to need to make a trade. They still need another pitcher. I, I just, All right. Yeah, they still need another pitcher. All right, uh, I do have a Twib note this week brought to you by Schaefer. Schaefer, the one beer to have if you're having more than one. I had a Flannel Weather. It's from New Trail Brewing Company in Pennsylvania. It's a New Zealand-style IPA.
1: Um, What the hell is a New New Zealand-style, did you say? New
0: New Zealand-style.
1: What the hell is that? I
0: don't know, but uh, ABV is 7%. Uh, Beer Advocate has a 91. It's a little hazy. Uh, decent taste, but not much bite to it. I, I didn't even finish it. Huh? Yeah.
1: Wow, that's disappointing. Yeah,
0: you know, so you win some, you lose some, right? Uh,
1: yeah, I guess. I guess if you're going to experiment, they all can't be good, right?
0: No, 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 no. Uh, when are you
1: targeting your trip to uh, Southern Tier?
0: Um, I don't know. We we gotta we gotta figure that out. I gotta figure out where it's
1: at first. All right. It's yeah. it's not too far from the stadium.
0: Okay. Um, and I'm sure they sell it in the stadium. Ooh,
1: I don't know about that. I'm really? not sure.
0: Okay. All right. I'll check it out. Um, pod, uh, the corrections from last week, Kumar Rockers is uh, playing for the Tri-City Valley Cats Frontier League. I think we had mentioned that he might have been playing for St. Paul. But
1: yeah. yeah. I, I don't even know where the hell Tri-City is. Uh,
0: I think it's in the Midwest. I okay. Know, I know that it's not it in nor- it's not in the Northeast <laughs> corridor and it's not in California. So Okay. I'm going to go with the Midwest. <laughs> so and Kumar uh we we got the draft coming up in a week or so.
1: Yeah, um it's the Sunday before the All-Star game and it should be interesting to see where he's he's picked up. Um right now, um the qu- so-called experts are saying uh, back half of the first round for Kumar Rocker.
0: Okay. Uh, it would be nice if the Phillies pick him up, and he turns out good and stick it to the Mets on this one. <laughs> All right, what are you walking off with?
1: All right, I got a couple things. Uh, first, uh, happy birthday wishes to the Lakers, whose birthday is on uh, July 14th. Um, so um, uh, a birthday salute to him. And then uh, the second thing uh, I wanted to talk about is, and this is for you, Chief, is that I registered – for a chance to win the uh, uh, MLB Field of Dream experience, okay? So what this includes is that should I win, it's a ticket for two, um, and hotel. So you and I are going to be going to the Field of Dreams game. We get to see uh, behind the scenes at the ballpark and a movie tour. Uh, We get to watch batting practice on the field. And then here's the biggest part. You and I are going to be operating the manual scoreboard during the game.
0: Okay a couple questions yeah the field of dream uh, just confirming that's the game in Iowa
1: Yes, correct
0: and we're you're going you entered a contest for us to win something but we have to actually work. Is that what I'm hearing? Like we work scoreboard scoreboard work okay
1: yeah I mean this is this, for me this is the most amount of work in two and a half years <laughs> right.
0: why well, work for the government that could be a lot for me too. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, a lot longer for you.
0: Is it? Is it a, there must be some sort of standard operating procedure book that I can follow.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, well, that's kind of cool. Um, wh- wh- when do you find out?
1: Uh, that's a great question. Uh, let's see. I don't know when they say. Um, okay. Um, here, here's what I would tell you. Well, wait a second. It says it ends. The contest ends September 12th. That sounds like it's really late for the Field of Dream, Dreams game. Um, if, if you want to get a visual, go on to MLB.com and it should come up in their banner page. Um, and you can see the, the scoreboard that's sitting there in the cornfield, kind of cool looking, you know, kind of retro old okay. uh, scoreboard. But yeah, so we could be doing the, the podcast from from there. And imagine all the uh, MLB players that would just be dying to talk to us on our, on our podcast.
0: Well, and lastly, I was going to say uh, that that means a lot that you would bring me if
1: you want. Yeah. Ex- well, I've cleared it. I, I've cleared it through the wife already. <laughs>
0: <Okay>. <laughs> yeah. She probably I, said, I she you have no that, shot was, at winning. Good, sure. There wasn't
1: good odds on that. <laughs> <laughs>
0: right? You have no shot at winning. Sure. You can bring them. That's fine.
1: <laughs> <laughs> what are you walking off with?
0: I don't even know what I'm walking off with. Uh, I, I, I guess, uh, um, I'm excited to, uh, to see the, I, I keep, my brain keeps going to the Indians. I'm excited to see the Guardians play. I, I think they have a pretty good team. I'm excited to be in a different city, and um, yeah, I, I think it's cool. we We have a we have a good July planned. And nice, uh, you know what yeah. that's
1: called? That's called the annual Bush League trip. <laughs> right. <laughs> so welcome back. <laughs>
0: right. And I got two of them scheduled. There you go. I got the Pirates at the end of the month. So yeah. Um, and, and, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do a little uh, scouting for you for uh, Josh Naylor and Eloy Jimenez.
1: Yes, please. Right. Um, both of those would be uh, teams in, in, in the Republic League. But, uh, yeah, I'd appreciate your insight because you're very good at, at analyzing, uh, analyzing players. So I'm <laughs> going to take your word for it. I
0: don't know if that may be true to an extent. But, yeah, I, I think yeah. I'm good at analyzing players if, if I'm watching them. Yeah, that that I agree with. If I'm not watching, right, so, I don't
1: know. So so what about next week? When when's our podcast next week?
0: Uh, we're back on regular schedule, right? On Monday.
1: Back on Monday. Yep. Okay. Very good. And then the good.
0: following Sunday, uh, I'm uh, I'll be in Pittsburgh, coming to you after okay. the uh. uh See my team, the Miami Marlins play against the. Oh wow! All right. Yeah, good to d- you. And don't forget to watch O'Neill Cruz.
1: All right, I'll I'll try and do that as homework, but. Again, it's almost like work. So you know, I can only do so much work in a week.
0: Yeah, you're watching a a baseball game. <laughs> <So come on. laughs> all, right. all right, man. Uh, I'm out of here. I'm going on a walk uh, along the Erie Lake Erie, and then uh, all right, chief. I've got some stuff going on. All right, buddy. Have a good week.
1: In- enjoy the rest of your weekend. You got it.